If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey everyone, welcome to our bonus edition of Strange Indeed, dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week we are covering Collection 11, Episode 8, Party Week. Welcome back, Wendy. So happy you're you're here with me this week. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, We missed you. Yeah, I know. I've been under the weather for a couple weeks, so I really appreciate you guys holding it up for me. Of course. Of course. And I had to come back for party week, you know. Well, I know you are the party queen. You have they had party week before? I you know, I did not go back and look, but I thought I read that this was the first time they've had that theme. I, so, I think so, I, yeah. I think so, yeah. Which is interesting considering how many seasons they've had and how many challenges. You know, they, they, they always have like a chocolate week. They always have a bread week. You know, they, 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 they repeat, but, you know, they do try to throw in some unique ones in there. So it's interesting uh, that this is the first time they've had party week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is a perfect one, I think, for you, because to me, you're the hostess with the mostess. Like, Aww. you're you know how to put on a party. Anytime we've had our get togethers, you really know how to host and put put things together and really, you know, and like your presentation and the the wonderful things that you put together. So I, this this definitely I feel like was your episode. I do enjoy doing that. I think I do it with desserts a lot less. I'm usually doing it with savory food, but um, I, yeah, I really do like party food. I like new recipes, so and I like the making things look pretty. I think that makes a difference. Yeah, I agree. I'll just catch up and say I was so sad to see Saku go home. She was so precious. I know. I know. Yeah. She was just so sweet and mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, that was a little And I mean, I, I think she was really happy with how far she made it and proud of herself. And she was she was really nice. I know. I saw on the Instagram, they had like the nine fate moods of Saku or something like that <laughs> on Instagram. It was really funny. It was really cute. Yeah, she her facial expressions were always so funny. Mm-hmm. She was always so expressive. And I love that because I... I'm the same. It's like it, I, it might, I might be quiet verbally, but my face will say everything. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely relate to Saku's facial expressions. She was so, so adorable. Yeah. So one thing that I thought was interesting going into this week was that all five of our remaining contestants had been star baker before. Yeah. So, you know, any kind of anybody's game, I think in many ways. Yeah, I think, did Prue say it during one of the times where they were talking in between the challenges where she's like, well, no matter what, we're going to be sending a star baker home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this one, this one was an interesting one. Uh, It's still kind of uneven with some, some of the bakers and uh, some of their 
uh, bakes that they chose to uh, have for their signature and then their showstoppers mm-hmm. and such. Um, let's well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's talk about the the signature. They had to make sausage rolls, uh, twelve sausage rolls to be exact, and. Paul said this was his favorite challenge ever because he loves sausage rolls. I don't know that he I've seemed ever very passionate about this. He did. He was yeah. because he definitely, you know, was kind of getting at Dan a little bit by steering, you know, a little differently with his flavors and the way he was doing uh, his sausage rolls. So, yeah, you're right. He he's got a passion for these sausage rolls. Um any of your uh what were your favorite uh favorites from have you ever had a sausage roll you know i i thought about that i was like have i and i'm like no i don't think i have but i i want to after seeing this challenge i mean it it doesn't sound good and it doesn't necessarily look that great but if you think about it it's all the things we eat in probably amazing pastry you know dough so it's probably great um i saw a lot of people did uh like cranberry um christy did cranberry and sage Mm -hmm. and somebody else did cranberry josh did turkey cranberry and brussels i mean that's like thanksgiving in a yeah um for thanksgiving i started making this cranberry and pomegranate sauce um i've probably been making it for about five years there's a bunch of different recipes online martha stewart has a really good one and i love this stuff and you can use it for other things too like it would be great to put on a sandwich oh my goodness Um, and I've used it to make like little appetizers with uh, like goat cheese or brie and this cranberry sauce in a little dough. Um, so I thought those flavors would would have been really good, like the sausage and the cranberry, you know, sweet and tangy. I think that would have tasted really well. I I agree. I, I immediately thought of Christmas and like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. with some of the uh, flavors and recipes that that they used. I thought Christie's sounded really good. Like so, with the cranberry sage and um, sausage. Then yeah. Josh also uh, like. I was curious about the Brussels sprouts. He's like, oh, it wouldn't be Christmas without the sprouts. I'm like, is that a thing? I- we make we make Brussels sprouts for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Really? Okay. Usually like baked with bacon. Well, now that sounds yummy. Uh, and I have like thrown cranberries in there before because mm. it's like cranberries, you know, but I don't think it adds much to it, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I, I don't make a lot of vegetables when I'm doing Christmas and Thanksgiving because I don't <laughs> care for a lot of vegetables. So I'm, I was just thinking, is it, is it a thing then? And maybe it's for people that actually like vegetables, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I grew up not eating vegetables at all. Like my family didn't eat that. We were very German heritage, no vegetables. And I remember when I first started bringing vegetables, my mother was like offended. (laughs) You know, one time I brought a salad. She never let me live that down. Oh, my God. She was like, oh, my, you know, so I totally get it. But I feel like my, you know, small bowl of Brussels sprouts, you know, kind of counterbalances the eight starchy dishes that we're serving. Good point. So very good point. We usually do Brussels or broccoli is a big vegetable will 
it's easy to do. Throw it out there. Yeah. Say, well, we can say we're, we've got some healthy stuff out here on the table. So yeah, Mm -hmm. good good point. Um, And then Tasha's sounded really interesting to me. She had her, uh, her pork and apple sausage rolls. Mm -hmm. uh, And she had this, they're like, they had to make like little, well, I guess they didn't have to, but you know, what's, what's, what, what's a sausage roll without a little dip or something. Right. And she had mm-hmm. like this uh, ap- apricot yep. type little dip for hers. And that sounded really yummy. I'm, I've never had it anything like that. Good. Yeah. Sweet and savory. It would probably be tasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and it sounded like Paul and Prue were also big fans. He said mm-hmm. that the apricot really set off that sausage. So I, I would definitely be interested in that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Maddie, his sounded really good too. I, I like that he stuck with a classic, you know, because I always think, you know, it's it's good to take risks. I love to see the risk takers and trying to do something a little bit different with flavors. But then it's always interesting to see when someone wants to kind of stick with a classic and just really knock it out of the park. And I think that's what Maddie did because he had apples in his classic sausage roll uh, he had pork sage onion with a little hint of chili flakes and it must have really sent paul to the moon yes <laughs> I, I think that chili probably just gave it a really great kick i would like that and maddie got himself a handshake it's amazing he did it was so mm-hmm. lovely i i teared up a little so proud of maddie he's really come so far he really has. He's he's one of those youngsters that we see like really grow from week to week and it's really cool to watch. Yeah. He's really I think in the in his handful of weeks in the tent, he's matured a bit as a baker. I really questioned him in the beginning. I was like, "Oh boy, cuz he, you mm-hmm. know, was a little uneven. He faltered a little and you know, would be kind of lowish in the middle there in the beginning." And I was like, oh, golly, he's, you know, I really hope he turns things around and, and sticks around because he's super fun and he's just adorable. He is. Uh, so and he has. He has. It's yeah. just like he's really learned throughout. He's each really week. gotten his footing. You know, he's on solid ground now. And um, it's really been fun to watch him. Yeah. Hopefully, though, they don't have any more uh, challenges with uh, caramel or anything, because that seems to be. <laughs> Is kryptonite. (laughs) But you know, for all the trouble he had with those that week, he, I mean, what he put out looked pretty decent. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, for all the troubles that he had, um, I've had things like that. Like I've been trying to make old fashioned chocolate fudge and I will follow the same exact instructions i mean down to the second and the milliliter and weighing everything and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and i'm actually like i'm on a hiatus from it because i got so frustrated i think i had two fails in a row and i was just so frustrated so i totally get it um i think dan was really a victim of paul's feeling so passionate and protective of his beloved sausage roll that I don't know that Paul gave it a real shot because I I get that those aren't flavors we normally marry together, but it looked good and it sounded like it would be good, but I think Paul wasn't having any parts of it. (laughs) 
He was not. He and he told him right away when they were like, "Okay, well, tell us what what you're gonna do." And he's like, "You know, hey, I love sausage rolls and I do like this, but it better be pretty good if you're gonna be putting them together." And and yeah, I wondered if if that. I mean, I wouldn't want to think that. I would hope that it wouldn't taint their judgment in that way. But I I don't know. He yeah. He I wonder if they're just getting. Because he Dan seems to keep going towards the same kind of flavors, uh huh. You know, yeah. and I wonder if they're like maybe he, you know, instead of it now being something kind of different and unique, it's now just becoming common for him that maybe they're wanting yeah. him to get away from that. Maybe do something a little bit more classic. And I think they probably didn't know how much Paul felt strongly about that <laughs> until afterwards, yeah. you know, and I think once they spend the week practicing on something, they're kind of committed to it. So I'm thinking that's probably what happened. Probably. Yeah. Maybe had he known earlier, maybe he'd had enough time to right. change his recipe and get come up with something a little different or more classic mm-hmm. that maybe would have curried a little favor maybe with with Paul because he he was like I said he was over the moon with Maddie's like he's like thank you for bringing me a sausage roll <laughs> you know yeah uh, he really was he, yeah he was excited about that so I don't know yeah it was unfortunate yeah I don't think that they look bad but I just guess it just wasn't enough to 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 win him over because it, I mean he has done that in the past was it gosh was it last week or the week before, there was something that that Dan had done, and oh, maybe it was his. Uh, oh goodness, it, I think it was. It was dessert week, and he put I think some curry in his, one of his desserts, and he's like, "What did you, did you say, curry?" And he's like, "Yeah." And Paul's like, "Okay," and he was just he looked so grumpy every time he walked past Dan's table, just like I know, frustrated, and, it was, it and he went, liked it. <laughs> And I think it was Saku that had one that she said was curry inspired. And I think that really bothered him, but it didn't have any curry in it. Yeah. So I think, I think that, and then Paul, whenever, whenever all, all was said and done and he tasted it, he was like, oh, that's really good. Those flavors turned out really well. So mm-hmm. I, you know, you just never know that, you know, well, maybe even though he didn't find it appetizing when he hears about it that when it comes time to taste it and judge it that he'd be like oh you know what i'm surprised i do really like that or something but he just he did not win him over with those sausage rolls Mm -hmm. at all um so when they did the technical they did the chocolate caterpillar cake yes and i was wondering if you thought so i thought this was a relatively simple more simple challenge. I, w- I was wondering if you thought the disastrous steamed buns that were, you know, that were just, I mean, all, you know, they all, I think Paul just walked away. I think that was last week. Paul just walked away when he first came out. I was wondering if you thought because that was so disastrous, did they make it a little easier this time? Pick something a little easier. I don't know. I I'll have to go back and see if I can find uh some I think I read a story or an article once uh about that all the challenges are kind of set when, oh, when like they, ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. I don't know if that would have ma- I don't 
yeah the call off hand but i feel like most of the challenges are pretty set for the season like this is what yeah, we're they're doing probably and- prepared ahead of time but maybe yeah. they switched it up because you never know i think they didn't want so i mean they almost had to take the technical out of the competition mm-hmm. last week because it was so disastrous and no one did well <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah their their first place person was the least worst as they say <laughs> yes <laughs> the least terrible yeah, yeah. so this this and one i think it, it was just one of those things where they didn't have familiarity with what they were cooking yeah. and they all thought it didn't need to cook that long and it needed to cook for a solid 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they were all putting it in at like 20 and 25. And so I think that's what happened. I, I remember with the clock, some of them didn't even have it in at 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. not good. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Not And yeah, it, and not having enough time, definitely not making a point to say that time matters, you know, in some yeah. some type of hint or something about time, you know, that, right. you know, even though they're not telling them how much time that like, oh, timing's important or something here and might have clued them in a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just terrible. And yeah. this one did seem a little bit easier. I mean, I, I, well, I thought so. I could not do this. <laughs> so yes. not not, yes. it's not all easy relative. for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's relative, but maybe a little bit easier for the, the bakers. I have made and I think I talked about this before. I've made a like a like a Swiss roll cake before. I made it once. It tasted amazing. It looked like a hot mess. <laughs> um and then like very shortly after that. Uh, the Amish bakery opened up up the street and they have these amazing Swiss rolls. They have chocolate, they have pumpkin, they do other flavors. Pumpkin is what they're famous for. And they're so delicious and they look beautiful. And I've never made another one since then because I just go there and buy one. <laughs> yeah. So, let, let, let the folks they know are what they're pain. doing. You have to like wrap them in a towel and it, <laughs> it was not fun. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm doing this anymore. <laughs> That's the part I think that would stress me out. I think where I would probably struggle in that challenge, well, I mean, literally everything, honestly, mm-hmm. but I think where I would the the where I would really struggle is probably getting your sponge just perfect because it really mm-hmm. needs to come out right because it needs to be it needs to be substantial enough to hold up, not fall apart, but if it's too firm, then it's going it's to like, crack. crack and not roll. Yeah. So I think that's where I would have a bit of a challenge is making sure that your sponge is just perfect. Yeah, uh, I feel like I mine is either just slightly over or just under. I usually prefer just a little. I like a nice, you know, moist kind moist. of cake mm-hmm. and not too overdone. So I think I would struggle with that. And then I think I would struggle with that when I'm watching them kind of roll it and like using the parchment paper and how, how they have to roll yeah. it up like that. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm watching them do it. I'm sure I could probably practice like crazy mm-hmm. or something and I would still never get, I just don't think I would be able to do that very well. Yeah. How did you handle yeah. that when you were doing it? Is it as hard so as it looks? I, I mean, this is like before parchment, like I'm dating myself. I mean, I didn't have parchment paper. I did it with a towel. Wow. And you would have to like, 
roll it up semi and then put it in the refrigerator so it would set a little bit Mm -hmm. and then kind of unroll it, fill it and roll it again and then put it in the refrigerator and let it firm up again. Um, And again, it, it, it worked and it tasted amazing, but it did not look pretty and polished like theirs did. And there wasn't any icing that went on it. So there was nothing to really cover your mistakes. Well, I bet it tasted so. really good. It was good. It, yeah. t- it tasted good, yeah. Yeah, this was interesting. So they were they were saying that this caterpillar cake, like, oh, this is a, everyone's going to know this cake. It's a famous children's birthday cake. And I'm like, this must be another UK thing because yeah. I can't say I've ever seen a caterpillar cake at any birthday party I've been to nope. whenever I was a kid or when my daughter was growing up. Uh, so I, no. I, I looked it up and apparently it is just a very kind of famous thing in the UK, I guess. Um, but I think most people probably buy them. I think a lot of several stores mm-hmm. I read uh, sure. sell them. So, but um, but yeah, you can learn how to make it. They have that on the website, in fact. So if anyone wants oh, to give cool. it, yeah, if you want to give it a whirl, they do have the the recipe for the caterpillar cake on the Great British Bake Off website. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. It looked really good. I, I really mm-hmm. want to, I don't know that I want to make this type Swiss roll type cake, but the yeah. chocolate meringue that they made in the, mm-hmm. that was in the middle, that looked so good. Yeah. And was it a ganache on top? Yes. That also looked really good. Yes. So yeah. I, I think I might try to take those two things maybe and maybe just make yeah. a chocolate cake, just like a layered yeah. cake, not actually roll it or something and just make it that way. I mean, it's going to taste exactly the same and it's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's let's just have a nice yeah. stacked cake with layers yeah. and not have the rolling part. <laughs> But yeah. it looked amazing. It looked silky and smooth and just sounded delish. Mm-hmm. So Tasha got number one. She, she seems did. to do really well in the technicals in general. Yeah, I loved her little Noel face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <that's> funny. <laughs> yeah, and then she said she was gonna make everything with Noel face from there on. <laughs> yeah. I oh, thought I thought Christy was gonna maybe duke it out with uh, Noel. I think he was really annoying her. She seemed to get stressed every time he came around. And he would come around, and Christy would just be like, "No, no, <laughs> go away." Yeah, you know, you just never know how they're gonna react some days because sometimes they're they're fine and they go with the flow, and it helps loosen them up a little bit. And I know that they're there to kind of help them relax a little bit and yeah you know sometimes they're emotional and stress yeah and and sometimes it's just not a good idea like nope this is not the moment so yeah she i think was uh she'd had enough at least in that moment and dan came in last which kind of put him in a lot of danger between his signature and his technical and um I think he had to save himself with the showstopper, and he did. Mm-hmm. Which I think barely, honestly. Yeah. 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 Maddie came in third. Christy came in second. Josh came in fourth. I think that was probably what, well, maybe that and his... Signature was pretty good, but I don't know if it was impressive enough. 
So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that is kind of what held him back and maybe not coming in a little lower there with the technical kind yeah. of kept him from uh, Starbaker this week. But still, I mean, obviously he was still amazing uh, at, at everything. But I, I, I always I always wish I had a little bit more insight into their discussions. Like you can hear a little bit like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you got to look at this and this is, you know, where they're falling a little short this week. You know, you can hear that. But when they actually come out, because you don't know the final decision until it's announced, it's like, well, based on what I watched and what I heard them say, I'm really curious as to what got them to that. Because if they're looking at two that are at the bottom, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I, I'd love to hear a little bit more, a little bit of justification for their choice. Cause I'm, you know, I don't, I don't want to jump mm-hmm. ahead and talk about who, who left or anything, but I'm just like, was that the right choice? You know, I don't know. Yeah. There, and there's some that I haven't agreed with, but I do think most of them have been really close. Mm-hmm. Like in this episode, I do think Josh and Maddie were really close for Starbaker. Yeah. I personally think Josh probably maybe was a little bit ahead, but Maddie got the handshake and I, I think it all came down to that sausage roll. <laughs> I really do. Because I thought Josh's showstopper was more amazing than anybody else's. Yes. It honestly, they were blown away by it. And it looked more like that would have come straight out of an amazing bakery case than any of the others, in my opinion. So I kind of thought Josh maybe should have got it. But I know it was close because I think Maddie did a great job, too. He did. He did. Uh- Honestly, for me, a lot of them deserve Starbaker, and it's mm-hmm. extinct sometimes when we only get like to choose one, you know, Starbaker a week because you know they're like, oh, well, this one did really good too, you know, with mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. But yeah, for the showstoppers, so let's go ahead and just you know talk about that. They're anything but beige buffet. Which yeah. at first I was like, what are they talking about? And I'm like, oh, I guess they want you know instead of like you know just regular dough beige right. color they wanted bread. color they, they want the vivid color yeah yeah so then then it made sense but so they had and to th- yeah i think josh gave it to them like he was he had his christmas sweater on he was ready and i th- i th- i i think everything looked beautiful they loved every element of it um and it was just much more perfect and very um stunning and um, just really beautiful. I thought his was the nicest. When he brought his showstopper up to the table, uh, because his was not the first, but we'd already seen like I think two or his three. Was the last. Okay, was it last? Was, okay. Yeah, I think maybe, so. Maybe it was. So after seeing mm-hmm. some of the other bakers, and obviously they're impressive. Uh, you know, again, I'm going to say I could not do these things, uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's like, huh, like I can be critical about anybody's mm-hmm. presentations. but Oh, I couldn't you know, pipe a cookie to save my life. Forget <laughs> about it. Yeah, absolutely. I put some sprinkles on and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we'd seen all the other bakers, but wow, there was just something really different about when yeah. Josh brought his up. Because I go, whoa, his were just neat as a pin, like not mm-hmm. a drop of icing or piping out of place. Everything would looked very meticulous. 
and laid out just perfectly. And I think that was because his choice of keeping it simple and focusing on only three items. He had yeah. white chocolate and coconut snowman macarons, shoe bun Christmas puddings, and spinach and pesto Coron, am I pronounced Coron? Reese? I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce <laughs> they that. They were beautiful. But yeah. they were beautiful. And I go, I was thinking to myself, now this is where if Dan had made the choice to keep it a little bit more simpler instead of focusing on all of those elements, like they kind of warned, you know, and not stretched himself so thin, you know, he could have, uh, you know, make yeah. things a little bit prettier. And I know they, they say that all the time. And they, I know a lot of bakers are like, well, I have to do all of these things to really blow them out of the water and show them something, right. show them that I can do all of those things. And, but Prue's like, uh, she didn't, I don't think say it in front of them, but like behind the scenes was like, you know, it's, it's important to, you know, not try to spread yourself too thin. It's better to have three amazingly perfect yeah, uh, bakes and elements versus six okay ones, you know? And I think we've seen Josh have some sloppy piping and things like that. I mean, that sounds so critical, certainly I know. much better than I could ever do. Um, but I, I do think it's not because of his ability. I think it's because of time crunches that he was in. Because we have seen now what he can do and his artistic talents are amazing yeah so i think it's it's really about he was good time management he was able to get everything done that he wanted and it looked amazing yeah it his all still looked really amazing but i think it still could Mm -hmm. have been a little bit more polished at least and again Mm -hmm. i'm 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 judging that by just looking at josh's you Mm -hmm. know because when you're like oh wow well look at that it was very ambitious very very so and i think also with his like the bakes were a little hit or miss you know which i think they um they said you know but it was very ambitious it was it was but I, I I think he had a really good idea. I I love well. I mean, I love dinosaurs. So when he goes in for this, you know, prehistoric design. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, you know, I thought I was like, oh, it that's was such a cute idea. It was. I loved you know his little dinosaur feet pies and his uh, white chocolate dinosaur eggs mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, yeah, they were so cute and perfect for like a kids party. So I mm-hmm. think his his ideas were perfect. It's just mm-hmm. like, hey man, you've got what four four and a half hours, six elements. My goodness, you know, uh, yeah. And time time is not your friend. The heat is not your friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still still really great. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. But Maddie, he had, I thought, a really cool design, too, because I, I, I really think it, as far as the showstoppers, I, I feel like they, they were probably in the top top two mm-hmm. as far as their presentations. I thought Maddie's were really unique. Uh, he had yeah. this cool sporty display. What did you think of Maddie's? They really loved all his flavors. I think some of his bakes were a hit or miss. 
but in general, they liked almost all of his elements, and they really loved all his flavors. He got that nice, shiny caramel, <laughs> the caramel <laughs> he was able to master. Um, and I thought his, his themes were really cute, too. Yeah. Maybe not as intricate as some of the others, but, you know, keeping it simple and doing what you know you can do well, you know, I think that's a good move. Yeah. He had curry cricket ball pies, basketball. Basketball creme brulee donuts, tennis ball macarons, and chocolate orange golf ball cupcakes. So we had two bakers making macarons. And the way that I see bakers on this show just whip out macarons like it's just so easy peasy. Yeah. All looking the same. Yeah. I'm I'm determined to make those. My daughter tells me that I can't do it. She's like, no, mom, they're too hard because they're her favorite uh, dessert and cookie i guess our macarons a cookie dessert whatever they are <laughs> whatever you categorize i don't, I don't think they're a cookie <laughs> maybe I not i don't think they, they're a cookie we'll just um we'll i like dessert. some of them for me they have to have like a, the flavor can't be bland the best i've had is like um raspberry macarons with lemon inside Ooh. love it like that tart you know mm-hmm. flavor i like that but sometimes when I get them, they're kind of bland. Yeah. And they don't have a, a lot of flavor. I don't like those. I think the key is getting a, a, a good flavor one for sure and someone that knows yeah. their flavors. But I'm I'm determined. I'm Maybe her birthday is coming up. Maybe I'll try mm-hmm. to uh, get a good recipe and just try to, try to make something. But I'm just like, yeah. these guys, like, I remember watching one season and they were just making macarons to just like as, as decoration for a cake. They're just like, oh, mm-hmm. no big deal. I'm just going to whip out some macarons. I could do it every day. Yeah. And I'm like, look how easy they make it. And I know, I know. And I've done that, that too. <laughs> I've had a cake that I decorated with macarons and strawberries and things like that, but I bought them. Oh, you went, <laughs> that's probably the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it looks very impressive, but I did not make those. <laughs> well, and I normally do just buy them. There, there was yeah. a place that, uh, you know, we usually. Uh, have them shipped from a really awesome bakery that I've gotten them from a couple years in a row for her birthday as a special treat for her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Old mom just might have to try to master a macaron. Mm-hmm. But it was it was cool to see. I love seeing them because I, th- I think they're, I do just think they're beautiful uh, desserts. So, but wow, I, I've never seen a snowman shaped one though. I thought, Josh, that was just a beautiful, beautiful macaron. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Chris. That was a macaron. That was really adorable. It was. They were just beautiful and perfect. Um, Christy had a Willy Wonka inspired showstopper. I thought that was Mm -hmm. a really, really neat uh, theme that she had. She had Swiss roll lollies. I guess she didn't get enough of the Swiss roll um, challenge from the technical. I think she was probably also a victim of attempting too much too intricate because her ideas were fabulous her colors were awesome Mm -hmm. she just didn't polish anything off so it looked kind of sloppy yeah it was so unfortunate because i mean we Mm -hmm. we know christy had to go home this week Mm -hmm. and i just don't I think she got a little rushed with a couple of things. I mean, in the technical, she had to redo her sponge. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's that's not going to help her. Uh, but we've seen it kind of. And I mean, sh- you, you just make the right choice yeah. 
in the moment, you know, and you hope that it works out, but it, it does yeah. put you in a rush. And I do wonder if she overextended herself a little bit with some of these, mm-hmm. um, you know, and time wasn't her friend. I thought they were all, they were still beautiful, I thought, but just mm-hmm. not quite as, po- again, once you see everyone else's, because I'm like, oh, that, I think that looks really good. Yeah, this is probably not as you know, polish is what it could be. But wow, when Josh mm-hmm. brought his out, I was just like, oh, goodness. I know. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. I was like, um, oh. They liked her flavors. And I do think like, it's always sad when somebody goes home. But I think she was really happy and satisfied with how she had done. And she had been pretty honest about that it had been a lot to go through and that she'd been dreaming about it and thinking about it 24-7. And I think probably she's probably glad to go home and be really proud of how well she did. She should absolutely Mm -hmm. be proud. I mean, just the fact of getting on the show at all is such a challenging process. I mean, you clearly have to be very skilled to even get on the show, period. Mm-hmm. But to have gotten this far, yeah, she has nothing to hang her head about at all. And I know I'm really going to miss her. I, you know, I think she's done some beautiful, beautiful presentations mm-hmm. and made some beautiful things. And I think she was just so sweet. I felt so bad. She kept apologizing for Aww. so many things. Like, you know, they're like, well, you know, this is, this is a little sloppy or flavors. And she's like, I know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm like, oh, Chrissy, mm-hmm. stop apologizing, please. Like, you've done a beautiful job. Like, you know. And I think Christy is really good at what she knows. Yeah. And, you know, like, you can tell she's been baking for a long time. And she is, there's just certain things you can see her just banging out. Like, she's really good at what she does well. I agree. I agree with mm-hmm. with the things that she's probably comfortable with and knows really yeah. well. I mean, are just absolutely beautiful. And mm-hmm. and I still think even though hers weren't as maybe polished as what they could have been in her showstopper, I do think that like those Swiss roll lollies I thought were just beautiful, very colorful. Her candy cane cheese twists, I thought those mm-hmm. were so cool looking. And they looked yummy. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to see. I'm like, I wish I would have seen. I saw her coloring the dough for the red uh, part of those twists, but I didn't get to see her actually make them. Or if if they showed it, Mm -hmm. I must have missed it or overlooked it. Uh, And they were mostly using natural products to color their doughs and and things. And I thought that was really cool. Like somebody was using beets and they said that you don't really taste the beets. And somebody else was using, I think, Spinach or kale? I can't remember to get that bright green color. Yep, Josh. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah, I think it's cool to learn those tips and tricks and kind of have those in in your back pocket if you wanted to try something like that. Josh used the spinach for his wreaths. And Tasha used the beet juice Mm. in hers to get uh, some of the the coloration. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Tasha's was, was cute as well. Um, I liked I liked the look of Tasha's. I thought the little farm animals, that's right up my alley. I thought some of them were better than, you know, any what anybody else had done, you know, some of them. I think the problem with Tasha's, um, not that there was huge problems, but I think they thought her bakes were a little hit or miss, but they liked her flavors. And um, I thought the look of them were, it was adorable. 
I thought so too. I loved her little milk bread pigs. <laughs> they were yes. So cute. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And I and I don't <clears throat> I, you know that they practice these over and over and you know she know. they say it during every challenge uh especially this week, you know, it was like well yeah, it seems simple, but there's like a hundred things that can go wrong, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking pastries and breads and, you know, I've practiced this five times before and it went great, but this is of course going to be, now that I'm saying that, it's going to be the, the the time that it fails, right? And it's just like, right. well, you, and her shoe buns, I know she had mentioned that they, they didn't really rise and they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't, when she was trying to fill them, they just were not what they should have been. And she's probably done them 20 times before and they turned sure. out fine. And it doesn't matter. You can follow. It was like what you were saying. You know, you can follow that same recipe and do the same thing you've always done. But there's just for some reason, it just does not turn out like it did before. Um, They loved her bread. They really complimented her on her bread making. Yeah, she got that really nice compliment from Mm -hmm. Prue again that, you know, you are a fantastic baker. You you do your bread. And yeah, but it which was great. I'm glad she got that positive reinforcement because oh i swear i saw like tears in her eyes when they were kind of you know being critical of you know the the either the flavor or the mm-hmm. bake or wasn't quite baked all the way or something and every time she was hearing that i could start seeing those tears kind of well up and i'm like no i no, think Tasha. she's very hard on herself and yeah. has a lot of expectations for herself and it it's obviously very heartfelt and means so much to her. So um, I'm excited that she's done so well. She really has since the first episode, she's done really well. And um, I'm, I am I mean, I love the four that we have left, you know. It's going to be challenging. And she's the last girl left, yeah. Tasha. So she's, she's, it's just her and Maddie, Josh and Dan. And I think it's anybody's game. I think. Dan has a tendency to just try to do too much or get too ambitious. And then he'll have like a, 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 you know, um, a not so great week and then he'll pull it back a little. And that's usually when he does better. And so I just think it it could be any four of these really. I think so. The winner. I think so. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you get down to fewer bakers each week. And Mm -hmm. then the judges start getting really critical. Everything has to be perfect and you just have no room to fail, which. And you could have four excellent bakes and you got to pick one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see moving forward because normally the last few episodes, the challenges get pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. And maybe they won't because this season it seems they are trying to keep it a little bit more traditional than what they have other seasons. So maybe they won't, but just based on past history anyway, they typically get a little bit more difficult with the challenges to really push the bakers with their skills and to kind of take everything that they've learned since they've been uh, in the tent and and kind of push them even even more. And then, of course, the judges get more critical. Everything has to be perfect. So it'll be interesting to see 
how the bakers react in you know mm-hmm. in those situations will you know like you said will dan kind of learn oh you know what i've maybe pushed it as far as what i i can maybe i should pull it back a little bit you know mm-hmm. and stick to something a little bit more classic or traditional or maybe not go as far with his ambition you know same with tasha you know she i think she has a pretty good balance of where she can kind of push a little bit with some unique flavors and things but also keep it you know balanced enough with something a little bit more traditional that it gives them something a little unique but also not so far out where you know they don't tend to like it Mm -hmm. josh i i think he's just going to keep checking all the boxes and doing all the right things Mm -hmm. he's really i think come a long way it's been good also to see him come out of a shell a little bit because he yeah. started out he was so quiet you know yeah he's kind of quiet yeah so he's, yeah. he's really and maybe it's because seems like a nice kid yeah he yeah he seems like a he, and he was just all proud of his christmas shirt he's so mm. so i know i know yeah you could tell he really liked that yeah yeah so it's been good to see him come out of a shell and maybe it's just because we're down you know with not as many bakers in the tent. So, you know, mm-hmm. you only, you don't have, you know, 10 or so to focus on. You only have four or five. So, of course, he's going to get more time. But, I, you know, I remember seeing him in the first couple of episodes this season. And I'm like, boy, he's just quiet. Like every time they ask him a question, mm-hmm. he just kind of smiles or nods or, you know, like a few short answers. But now he's, you know, really seems to have come out of a shell. So it's really great to have seen him grow. I think he's going to continue to excel uh, as well. And, you know, Maddie, I'm excited to see what he does next. So we have two episodes left, right? Yeah. The next one and then the finale. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, that's coming it. down to the wire. It is. It is. Uh I don't know. I'm nervous. Nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody go home. I don't. It just it's so upsetting. Mm-hmm. They all deserve to go. It's so hard. <laughs> it is. It is. So did you, outside of what we already talked about, did, were there any standout moments or funny moments or anything that that you want to talk um, about? I thought Christy and Noel were cute together. Like they were real. I think I, they were like brother and sister. They were really getting on each other's nerves. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. And I, I thought it was really fun to watch Paul so so passionately with his sausage rolls. He really felt strongly about that. And when Maddie like knocked it out of the park, he was so excited. He was. The way he thrust his hand out for uh-huh. that handshake, he's like, yes, man, that and, is a sausage roll. <laughs> and I think Maddie said, like, I never thought I would get that. <laughs> so that was really cute. It was. His face just lit up, and that was so great to see. Yes, I agree. I, the, 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 the season's been full of innuendos, and there was definitely no, sh- no shortage of them here. So I thought it was really funny when Tasha's making her sausage roll, and she's like, you know, I'm being very generous with the sausage. No one, no one wants a small sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's been great. I will I will concur. She's been great to get to know her, yeah. Yeah, she is super cute and funny. Yeah. What about predictions? It's You don't have to. You don't have to, it's but It's so hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say this. Of the ones that are left, I think 
Josh is the most consistent. I see that. You, you know, like, um, Tosh has had a couple bad weeks, you know, and she kind of gets in her head mm-hmm. and Dan goes back and forth. And Maddie's just been kind of on this straight up tra- trajectory. You know, he's been on this graph of he kind of started almost on the bottom, if not always in the middle. And since then, he's gone up and up. So I, I really would say Josh has been the most consistent throughout the entire um, show, in my opinion. I I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I I think as far as any consistency on the show, it's probably really come from Josh. <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's more prevalent now. I don't know if, if he got mm-hmm. the, that attention because in the beginning there were so many bakers maybe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because we had really, uh, you know, others that kind of maybe came out on top a little bit more, he didn't get as yeah. much attention, but I think now that it's, you know, we've got, as the weeks have gone on and fewer bakers are left, then you really start to see, oh, wow, he has been pretty consistent, you know, for the most part. So I, I can't disagree. That, yeah. So I, I don't know. Unless yeah. unless Dan or Tasha just really like whatever the challenges are for the next few weeks, unless it's something that they just really excel at or get lucky or if someone mm-hmm. just really fails in some way, which I don't want to see, of course. But, you know, I, I think it could come down to josh and maybe maddie who knows and i do think tasha has the ability to blow people away probably Mm -hmm. more than the others like as long as she's on her game usually what she's producing is really well done and i don't think she was on her game this week at all like she she was still doing really well, but she just wasn't like executing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she does, she just blows the competition away. And so, if she has a week like that, I, you know, very well could be. Yeah, I agree. I agree because yeah. she did do really really well in the technical. She did. Mm-hmm. She did you know, come out on top with that. And she has done well in the technicals in general. She's done pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think she knows what she's doing. Yeah. If, if the next couple of weeks, if there's any, I think bread or pastries, Mm -hmm. I I bet she'll do pretty well. I mean, she's definitely gotten the compliments as far as the, her bread making. And I think usually for the final showstopper, I think it's pretty much carte blanche. Like you can make whatever you want, but I I don't remember exactly. They have done Um, that in the past. So yeah, if they do that, like I think if they do something like that, I think that really gives an advantage to somebody like Tosh. Mm -hmm. Who in her own element is probably putting really great things out. So I yeah. think it just depends. Yeah. I, I think so too. I honestly, it's just, I, for me, it's just too tough to call personally. I mm-hmm. just can't because it just, you just don't know what's going to happen week to week. All it takes right. is one small mistake at this stage of the game anyway, for, for someone to have to leave. Right. So just too tough for me to call. But I'm sure there's some out there that are like, oh, no, this is this is what's going to happen. <laughs> maybe you're right. I don't yeah. know. Um, 
Any other notes or anything else you want to say about this I think that's it for me. How about you? I don't think I have any any other notes. It was pretty straightforward for, for me this week anyway, as far as how the challenges went. Um, and normally about this time, I would, you know, go into feedback if we had any, but because I've traveled this week i'm completely sleep deprived i forgot to put out a post everyone so yeah but if anybody has any opinions about <laughs> any of the episodes just drop us a line absolutely i mean we you can you know, we'll, we'll tell us or tell everyone where you can find us if you don't already mm-hmm. know as far as you know if you want to email us or you know send a voice message and things like that but if, even if we're not covering that particular episode, if, if you want to leave feedback on any episode, you know, we'll, or your predictions for the finale, that would absolutely. be great. Yeah, yeah. if you've and got them, you can get all that information at podcastga.com. Yay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put up a post for next week. I will make myself a little reminder <laughs> this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To, so that way folks can get that feedback, especially in these last couple of weeks for anyone who, yeah. who has thoughts, especially or maybe just oh, on the, the season overall, you know, once we start yeah. getting down to the last few weeks. So I I'll, like these shows where you can't binge it. I, I think that makes it better. Isn't it refreshing? Yes. It's just I, I love it. I prefer it, honestly. So I was trying to watch White Lotus with the podcast because I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And I did. I was like, I watched it episode for episode all through season one, got to season two, and I hit like episode, uh, season two, episode three. And my husband and I like binged watched the next five hours, which we never do, but we were both like totally hooked on it. Um, and yeah. so that was that. But I did call in and send them feedback after i watched every episode but they got it all in one night yeah that's great yeah that one's a hard one if 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 you're not watching it when it airs because it does air each you know week by week yeah um when it's live but yeah if you come if if you don't get to it until after then you have the opportunity to binge it yeah that's a tough one because you just like i gotta see what happens next i agree it's a good one um, so yeah, I'll, I'll put up a post uh, for the next episode, but as always, leave feedback for any episode that you so wish, wherever you are in your watch um, for Great British Baking Show. So speaking of, you know, next week we will be covering episode eight, uh, which is patisserie week. That sounds good to me. I am all about it. Those are always usually some delicious yeah. French or Italian mm-hmm. pastry type desserts. I yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all. Nope. <laughs> Give me all of the yummy sweet bakes. Sounds um, good. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Uh, so just as a reminder, uh, also here on Strange Indeed, Paik and I are covering The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. If you're not watching Fall of the House of Usher, I highly encourage it. If you like scary, spooky shows, if you're a fan of Mike Flanagan like we are and, you know, some of his content that he puts out traditionally on Netflix, you know, we're we're having a blast with that. I think it's just an absolutely fantastic show. So we'd love for you to uh, join us uh, with that adventure. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And you can find that and all the amazing shows uh, on podcastica.com that all of our amazing friends are covering, including 
um, Jason and Lucy covering the Walking Dead rewatch. Wow. Yeah, I've been keeping up with that. What an adventure to go back. I, I know. I have. They were all babies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, they were all young and fresh faced. Baby Carl. <laughs> Baby Daryl. <laughs> yes, before the dark, longer hair. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know that I've went back and watched. Like, I used to probably up till six, season six or seven. Yeah. Uh, before the start of each new season, I would go all the way back to season one and watch all the seasons up until what was getting ready to air. Uh, but I, I kind of quit doing that because then it was just a lot, right? I mean, once you start getting into the later seasons, it was like, wow, that's I just don't have time to do that. So it's been a while since yeah. I've went back and done a full rewatch from the beginning. So this is that's been a real blast. It's it's just remind yeah. you of how amazing that show was when it started. So yeah, and how different of a feel it does have. I mean, it was eleven seasons was a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go back to that season one, the filming, the acting, um, you know, the zombies, everything is very different. It is. It's a lot different. It's it's when yeah. it's different phases throughout the years, that's mm-hmm. for sure. So and I know Jason and Lucy are having a great time going back and, and oh, it's covering. It's great that, to hear so. them, yeah. Yeah. So check them out and on the cast of us. I think they're also gonna start Squid Games which I think I'm excited to hear the podcast about that. Yes, you're right. That was just announced. So thank uh-huh. you for, for mentioning that. So if you're a fan of Squid yeah. Games, that's that's coming up. I think they're going to cover the first season that's already aired in anticipation of the next season, which I don't have the date for that, but I think it's coming up soon, right? So I don't know. I was I was I was one of those that I didn't watch it originally and then I just went back and watched the whole thing. Um, a couple months ago, and I enjoyed it. But when I was watching it, it was like it was like something I had it on in the background. So I'm gonna go and like rewatch it again with more focus with the podcast. Awesome, yeah. So while you're there, there's so much great content from all of our friends. You know, while you're while the holidays coming up and you need some downtime, get away from the family. Maybe go yeah. <laughs> go, go download. <laughs> podcast from one of our friends there yeah. podcastica and and uh treat yourself that's what i say yep on your marks get set bake say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill